Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. This is Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Well, hello and welcome to this episode of Healing the Whole Person. I am your host, Angela Tomlinson. It's great to be back in the studio of WSFI Catholic Radio. So you've probably been listening to reruns the past few weeks. But this week we have a live show and we're so delighted that Father Robert Sears will be our guest today. Father Sears is a former professor of theology at the Jesuit School of Theology in Chicago and the Institute of Pastoral Studies of Loyola University, Chicago. For those of you who are listening for the first time, his emphasis is on the relationship of psychotherapy and theology. Currently a spiritual director and writer on aspects of healing, and he conducts workshops and retreats on faith development and healing, and he is especially focused on intergenerational healing. His articles are available at www.familytreehealing.com. That's www.familytreehealing.com. So welcome, Father Sears. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, Your topic today is? The topic today is going to be Jesus sent them out in pairs. Yes, indeed. So, yeah, I'm happy to be here, and uh, if you have any questions, you can call uh, WSFI 88.5, it'll be 224-226-8455. That's so, right, or they can even text me, Father. Sometimes our listeners will text me on my cell phone, and I have the phone right in front of me with the ringer off, and so if you want to text me a question, you can send it to 847 three three one six nine nine four or you can email a prayer request or a question to info at wsfiradio.org info at wsfiradio.org so if you have questions or prayer requests feel free to just send them right in and we will handle them in the second half of the show so that's an interesting topic father jesus sent them in pairs yeah well i was asked to do this actually in a, by a healing group to speak about the importance of having a partner in healing and so i thought it would be a good topic for our program also some of the group are getting burnt out by the needs of people asking for prayer yes and i explained to the leader that it was important to have a partner who prays with you for deep healing because jesus sent out his 72 in pairs to preach the kingdom and to heal the sick that was luke 10 1 and he told his disciples where two of you agree on earth about anything for which you are to pray it shall be granted you by my heavenly father that's matthew 18 19 so he also stressed the importance of having a pair or having a partner when you're praying and <clears throat> i found that out too by reflecting on work that i did on my dissertation on the theology of the holy spirit because uh, richard of saint victor in his understanding of the trinity in, in light of love uh, came to the conclusion that and i related it to family 
healing. And, and, and what he said was, if love is to be perfect, since love is a self-gift, the receiver of the love has to be equal to the lover. And I thought immediately that that wasn't right because love is supposed to be unconditional and you wouldn't be able to love everybody, you wouldn't be able to receive the love that God has. And <clears throat> So then I thought, well, you don't pick just anybody to marry or to be a close partner with, you pick somebody that that can understand you and receive you and to understand what you're talking about or who you're, what you're trying to communicate. So I, I realized Victor, Richard was correct. And then he said, after that, he said, well, in God, therefore, there must be a recipient of the Father's love that is equal to the Father. And he called that the co-worthy. And that was the Son because God has given everything to the Son. Jesus said, everything my Father has, he's given to me. And so then Richard said, well, but love isn't perfect if it's self-contained. And so it has to be, in a sense, received. There must be a recipient in the divine love or it would be self-contained. And so there must be in God a recipient of their joint love, who's also infinite, because otherwise you'd have to have an infinite number of recipients, which we, we see we do have in humans and intelligent beings receiving God's love in creation. And so there must be in God an infinite recipient, so there wouldn't have to be an, an, an infinite number of them. And that would be the co-loved or the Holy Spirit. And we, we know from one of the councils, Council of Florence, that the Holy Spirit springs from the love of the Father and the Son as from one principle. So the Holy Spirit is, as it were, the union of persons in the Trinity and also in humans because on Pentecost the Holy Spirit came down and blessed everybody and they became as one soul. So all those different persons were integrated into a unity that was one, just like God is one because they're totally sharing and everything is totally shared. And so <clears throat> when God said, let us make humans in our own image, male and female, he created them. He made them in his own image. And so we can see in the family that that same dynamic is present. I, I've realized that in studying family constellations that if the parents really don't partner each other, if they don't receive each other and support each other in love and understanding uh, fully, then one of the, the, the child is, is not going to feel like they're receiving unconditional love. In other words, the child is going to try to make up for what's missing in the relationship of the parents. And the child then gets parentified that is, they try to make up for it or partner the, the parents where they aren't really fully partnering themselves. And since they can't do that because the child, of course, doesn't, isn't grown up enough to be a partner to their parents, they just become part of the problem. And that's where a lot of the uh, illnesses, you might say mental hurts, the sense of inadequacy of being loved comes to people. And they, when I 
speak about this to them, they realized that, yes, they, they had been trying to help their parents make up for what was missing because either they didn't know how to partner each other or they never were partnered themselves. And none of us are adequate partners, uh, humanly speaking, after the original sin because <clears throat> really what the love that we want and we were made for is eternal love and only God can do that. And so only God really can be the, the partner that we really need. But God has to be mediated through human uh, presence. And so what we do, what we uh, find out then is that uh, humans, when they try to pray for people, especially who have that deep need, it goes all the way back into of the, the womb experience, they might have gotten wounded. When they have that deep need, they can't really uh, pray for that person unless they themselves have a partner. And so what was happening in this, this prayer community, people were getting burned out because they were praying for people with deep needs. But they themselves didn't have the support of a partner that they would have needed. And that's what I, I mentioned to this person and that the importance of when Jesus said to send them out in pairs, in a sense, he was sending them out with a partner. And because they both believed in Jesus, they were on the same page and they could partner each other. And so then when the person would receive that, they could see the love between the two people and they could respond to that love but without feeling obligated to be good or bad or a partner to either one of them because their love was so great they could give it unconditionally like the Holy Spirit. I hope that makes sense to you because it really is a, a very deep truth and it, it's not just for people who pray for other people. It's People who, in a sense, in their own families, for example, if spouses uh, are hurt by their spouse, they really can't really love the spouse unconditionally without themselves having a partner who understands them. So I had that occasion. There was one, <clears throat> one person who is a counselor herself came to me for spiritual guidance. And often would bring up occasions when she was triggered by her spouse and he by her and she couldn't seem to stop the conflict from escalating and even though she was a counselor herself you know she got triggered <clears throat> and so when <clears throat> she's with me she found that she could find peace because of course I wasn't triggered by her and I could stay present and then really mediate Jesus because Jesus said, where two or more are in my name, there I am in their midst. And so when somebody comes to me for counseling, and I don't try to help them, I try to just be a mediation of Jesus' presence to them. And if that happens, then they receive Jesus in a, in a deep way, and they become peaceful inside. And of course, that could happen too, if she had Jesus present to her when she's with her spouse but the problem is when she leaves me she doesn't ha she feels like she's alone again and so when she goes to the spouse she naturally wants him to be the partner 
but he can't be the partner because he's got needs just like she does. So, so pair, you know, spouses really often can't partner each other because they can't really listen to each other unconditionally. They would like the partner to be a partner, <laughs> and they they can't be it because they have their own needs and they're looking for the other person to f supply their needs. So what I'd suggested to this person is that she could tune in to me because, as though I were right there mediating Jesus to her when she was getting triggered by her spouse. And she found that to be helpful. I don't know if it was the, the total solution, and but in fact you have to deepen in it. But you see, prayer doesn't have any distance. It's immediately present. So she could tune in to me and I gave her permission to do that so it wasn't as though she was imposing on me and I don't even need to know she's doing it because Jesus is the one that is in, in the relationship and if she chooses to be there with me she will be with, their, with me and Jesus will be in the relationship and give her that inner peace you know, Father, I always wondered that where <laughs> two or more are gathered in my name you just touched on that scriptural passage Mm -hmm. So are you saying that, that that concept has its origins in the Trinity? Uh, that's what I'm saying, yes, I think it does. In other words, because what heals is not the individual praying, but the relationship, because we're made in the image of the Trinity. And what we're looking for is an unconditional love, because we're children, and children need the a joint love of the father and the mother. And if the father and the mother aren't partnering each other, then they're going to be looking for a partner in their children without knowing it because it's just a natural thing. We can't love unconditionally without a partner. We're just like the Trinity. So God made us male and female, which, you know, we're different. But that difference is, is going to be in heaven, too. Because even though Jesus said, you know, in heaven there is no marriage or giving in marriage, it doesn't mean there aren't uh, relationships between people, especially humans. We have to have those relationships because we were made in the image of the Trinity. <laughs> and so when the parents do love each other, and they, they love each other, but they don't maybe can't partner each other, well, that, what is missing, then the child is going to try to make up. I did that with my mother, my father. I, you know, I, I really said in the womb, I won't be a burden. And so, so I, I wasn't able to do that, and I became part of the problem. <laughs> so, Father, we're just going to take a quick break right now. We'll get that out of the way, and then when we come back, we'll explore it a little bit further. You're listening to the voice of Father Robert Sears on Healing the Whole Person. Just a quick break, Father, and we'll be right back. Hello, I'm Juliana Taimarazi from the Iraqi Christian Relief Council in Chicago. Our culture needs Catholic Radio as a tool for evangelization and catechesis. As a powerful platform, Catholic Radio brings Christ to us all and brings us closer to Christ. Get the real Catholic news from Catholic Radio.
WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at WSFIRadio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Hi, this is Wes Riccio from the Holy Family Catholic Bookstore, wishing the fullness of God's blessings upon all those who will soon be receiving the sacrament for the first time. If you have a child, grandchild, or godchild being baptized, receiving their first Holy Communion, or being confirmed, remember that Holy Family has the area's largest selection of gifts, accessories, and supplies to make their special day more memorable. The Holy Family Catholic Bookstore is at 9249 Old Green Bay Road, Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. More information, including a virtual tour, is available on Facebook. Are you retired or near retirement? Do you want to keep a larger amount of your assets in a safe place with guaranteed interest rates to protect yourself from a huge market swing? Are you amazed at how low the interest rates are at your bank? If you said yes to any or all of those questions, you may want to call me, Matt Tomlinson, at Catholic Financial Life to discuss our guaranteed fixed rate annuities. Call 847-548-MATT, 847-548-6288. Products not available in all states. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back. We're doing a live show with Father Robert Sears, SJ. The subject today for healing is that Jesus sent them out in pairs. And, Father, you're at Loyola, and we're here in Libertyville. We have a full house in the studio listening to you. Uh, today, who uh, have questions? We have. Let's see. We have Ann Oakley, and we have Lorraine Adams, Patricia Berktold, and Dory Sarsock. So you have a whole group that's uh, on the edge of their chair and listening with bated breath. Uh, ladies, okay. are you, ladies, are you there? Yes, Father. They're We're here. There. Hi, Father. Hi, Father. So, uh, Father. Hello. What, what, yes. yes, we're so happy to have you. So I think um, usually at this section we have Father expound a little bit more on his. Uh, talk, but in the meantime, does anyone have any prayer requests or questions of Father? Dari's raising her hand. Dari, what do you have to say? Um, I would. I was asked by a friend of mine for prayers for an 18-month-old boy named Dakota Miller, who is on life support right now after an accident with a nail gun. Oh. Okay, so Dakota, and uh, Lord, I just pray for Dakota. We pray in union with the community here, Lord, that we can pray together, that that uh, Dakota would be watched over by Jesus. Jesus, of course, is the healer of all things. He created him. We ask, Lord, that whatever Dakota needs, that you would reach out, touch him, and open him to receive it now as we pray. And we give you thanks and we ask you, Mary, as his mother, to open your heart to him so that he could be open to receive the healing that he's ready to receive at this moment. We ask that through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 Mm-hmm. Patricia, Thank you, Father. Patricia, you have a prayer request? Yes, I have a prayer request, Father. My son-in-law, Gary, is dying of prostate cancer. Everybody has given up in the family 
but I have not given up on my daughter Heidi. We're asking for a miracle. He's only 60, and we're praying for God to bring him back to life and be a witness for him. And uh, he needs to be there for his family because he's got a son and a daughter that it's really affecting him badly. And so we're asking for a miracle today. And to so, Lord, Lord, we do pray for Jerry. We ask that uh, we put him into your care, Lord. You know the times when we're ready to go to you and when we aren't. So we release it all into your providence. But from our point of view, and we ask to pray, Lord, that you would uh, reach out to Jerry if this is uh, the time that he can be a witness to you, Lord. It's, all things are possible for you, and that if we ask, uh, with one another and agree on anything that you said you would do it and so we all open our hearts to let your healing come to Jerry Lord let this cancer be healed be open to your healing as for your blessing in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit Amen, Amen. thank, thank you, you Father <laughs> Lorraine do you have a prayer request uh, yes hi Father my husband Dave, his, it is his 50th birthday tomorrow, so mm -hmm. if I can pray that for all that the Holy Spirit is asking for Dave. Mm -hmm. 60th birthday, a you 50. want a birthday present for him, huh? Yeah. <laughs> 50, 50, five zero, Father. Very good. So Lord Jesus, we ask that you would bless Dave and bless him on his birthday, that you gave him a gift by having him be born, Lord. You gave him a gift by baptism to free him from sin. Now we ask for a special wedding gift or birthday gift that he would be touched by you in a way that would bring him to a, a new sense of the holiness of life, of his being blessed by you and of gratitude for the gift of all that you've given him over these 60 years. We ask that through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lorraine. Annie? Uh, yes, Father. I would like you to pray for Nancy, who's um, just in the last year been diagnosed with ALS. And, mm -hmm. uh, Who is this? No, it's a... Her name is Nancy. Nancy? Yeah. Uh, and I'd like you to uh, pray for her that she fulfills the Lord's will for her. So Lord, as, as uh, Nancy comes into this new awareness of an illness, that we know that you don't allow things to happen to us except for our good, and so we ask that you open her to understand what is happening, Lord, that whatever it is that's beginning in her, Lord, we ask that you would bring your wisdom to her that you would bring knowledge to her that she's in your care, that you'd give her peace, and that you'd begin to help her understand what this illness is is there for, and that we ask that you would bring her into that new wholeness, Lord, where to bring healing. We ask that through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 And Father, a listener emailed us, and uh, she said to please pray for her boyfriend to turn to God that he doesn't understand and it's hard for him to believe in him 
and mm. she's just praying that God takes everything away that's preventing him um, to believe, any blockage to his uh, faith. Thank you, Lord. Lord. <clears throat> well, you know, we do pray for other people to come to faith, but that God has his own uh, timing for those things, and faith is a gift. And so what we can do is just thank the Lord for the gift of faith that we have and then ask that to be given to her boyfriend just as a free gift because we don't want to impose anything on anybody. We just, God honors us just the way we are. He loves us just as we are. And when we let that love in, then then he can reveal things to us that he wouldn't be able to if we resisted his love and resisted the gift that he wants to give to us. And so whatever it is, Lord, that's standing in the way of her boyfriend of opening to the gift of faith, we just write, read him now up to you. We accept him just as he is, as you accept him, Lord, because you love him just as he is, and he himself is an opening to a spirit-filled friend is already opening his heart to more truth, Lord, so that you could open his heart to the fullness of that truth, which is your presence and your love for us. We ask that through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. And then we have four other people. Um, it looks like all four are suffering from cancer. Father, their names are Anna, Christian, Yosef, and Christine. Mm -hmm. So you can ask any question or, or whatever is on your mind or yes they they're suffering from cancer father mm -hmm. and so they're looking for priyas and their name is anna their names are anna christian joseph and christina that are looking for priyas because they're dealing with cancer they're looking for priyas i didn't get that word there sorry that that's, that's the boston accent father <laughs> oh i see <laughs> no we speak the king's english i just want to let you know that they when they came over to plymouth rock they landed in boston for us so oh, I see. Well, my, my ancestors came to Plymouth Rock. Actually, my uh, <laughs> did they? Yeah, I, my uh, dad's uh, early ancestors came over in 1830, or no, it was 1638. Wow. They're, they're the Puritans. Puritans. <laughs> Fourth vote of the Puritans. <laughs> well, and somehow you ended up Catholic with that lineage. Well, it, it, not on my dad's side. This, my dad's side is still uh, Methodist. And, Congregationalists. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They're holding so, out, Father. They're holding out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying to pronounce. Okay, ladies, help me with this word. I'm trying to say prayers. Ian? Yes, they're asking for prayers, Father, mm -hmm. for the, for the um, uh, cancer that they're um, uh, un going through. Mm -hmm. So Ian's from Iowa, so maybe, you can, maybe she's speaking yeah. more proper English here. Is it cancer? Is that what? Yes, cancer. Okay. For all of them. All four yeah. other. And any particular kind of cancer, or is it? They, uh, they don't say. They don't say, Father. They don't say. Yeah. Okay. Well, cancer is a very unusual disease, and it's ultimately. Just wanted to let you know that Howard's here. Just to let oh you no. Know. Oh, you can't do it. Okay. So cancer is is, uh, you know, something that. Uh, it usually is the immune system. Cancer is a denial disease, and so whatever 
is deep down that's uh, bringing it about, Lord. We just ask that we bring it to you. And we ask you, Lord, to, to give peace to the people. And there are a number of different uh, uh, protocols to help with cancer. And so we just ask that they be led to the right one, Lord, and that the, because we found that, that the chemotherapy has its own problems. And, and so if there's another way of bringing about that healing as they're praying for healing, Lord, we just bring that to you and ask that they be led to the way that's right for each one of them, Lord. And they not be afraid, because cancer is itself, every illness is your effort to bring healing at a deep level, Lord. It's usually a pain or some kind of hurt that's been repressed, and it is now, in a sense, trying to get healed. I had tongue cancer myself, for, uh, and that was a number of years ago, and I asked the Lord what was it about because I never smoked or anything like that. And so what he brought to my mind is that I never spoke my pain. When I said I won't be a burden in the in the womb, that was there and I wasn't really getting in touch with it. And so when I prayed about it and I really had to get uh, therapy for the attachment wound, you know, the sense of being disconnected from my mother because I said I won't be a burden so that had to be let go of and then I had to let God's love and healing come in and once that took place the cancer didn't return it wasn't needed anymore so Lord whatever it is that is behind these cancers we ask that you bring it into the light and that you touch it with your love Lord because it's always a love wound the deepest wound in all of us that we didn't receive the love that we needed and only God's love ultimately is what we need so we ask that you would let that flow into their hearts Lord and into their bodies so that they would begin to be healed and be guided into the source of healing for them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit Amen, Amen. 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 Father when you said um, you were asking what kind of cancer my sister has uh, stage 4 breast cancer Mm-hmm. Is yeah, I, would, I suspect that breast cancer is usually a mother wound. Wow. And uh, in our culture, of course, you know, there's so many different ways to be wounded. If you if you don't, you're not partnered, for example, you you don't have the inner peace to be mother. And you have all the pressure put on you. And maybe you never received from your own mother because they didn't get the partnering they needed. And so that you started to be a partner to your mother, like I tried to do for my mother when I said it won't be a burden. And so that became a deep wound in me because I couldn't partner my mother. So I felt inadequate in everything I did, even if I did very well, you know, from the world's point of view, I couldn't take it in because I thought I wasn't good for anything if I couldn't help my mother. <laughs> So I didn't know that at the time, and it took me years. I was in my late 40s or early 50s before I realized I was doing that. <laughs> so most of these things are invisible loyalties, you know, that we feel like we want to make up for what's missing in our parents because we have an invisible desire to make up for giving, getting life from them and the way they've served us, etc., even if we've been wounded. And so whatever it is, 
we just bring it to the Lord and ask for that healing, Lord. And ultimately, you said you would do it. So you've given us your own parents, Jesus. We have Mary as our mother and the Heavenly Father as our father. And if we can really open our hearts to them and bring them to our parents, that's the best thing we can do for our parents. And so we can model for them to have new parents because that's what Jesus said. Unless we get born again of water and the Holy Spirit, we cannot have, see the kingdom of God. And so what Jesus has done is given us his parents who beautifully partner each other because Mary is one with the Holy Spirit and she partners the Father. And they are the par parents of Jesus. And so Jesus, when he intercedes for us too, he has Mary as his partner. So he intercedes also in a way that just gives love and in a sense accepts us just as we are. And when we can receive that, then we also will be healed of that need to be loved just for who we are. And we don't have to try to partner our parents or anything like that to receive it, just to let it be given to us. That's so beautiful. Now, the, what, how would the we, going back to your earlier comments in the show, you were saying that um, these children who haven't received love either from their father or their mother because they weren't able to partner, how does it show up in them later on? Like, what would the symptoms of that be in well, a child or a person's life? Well, I mean, I had the symptoms myself. I got depressed. Depression. <laughs> because, <laughs> because at a deep level, if we don't feel adequately loved we don't feel we're worth anything I see if nobody uh, really wants us why be here you know it's kind of like so they get depressed and they'll get overwhelmed and then they'll feel like they have to make up for it because they've never known that parents had to partner each other in order to love them so then they try to you know love somebody else but they're doing it all alone they're not doing it with a partner, and so it's overwhelming to them, and they can't, they can't carry it out. See, if we have a partner, then we're we're at peace inside, and the love just naturally flows out. It's a free gift. You want to share it. You know, if you have those moments of really feeling loved, you're not under under any pressure to do anything. You you just you just want to give it away. You'd like other people to know their love too. And you can see that when when someone's dating or they fall in love for for, for the first time, Father. Yes. It's right. like you can see that they're just so happy and people's personalities. <laughs> they want to they want to tell everybody about it. They want to you know, tell everybody. Like, they right. do. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it isn't it isn't a burden, you know. It's not like so if we had that kind of attitude, if we're praying for others, you know, like that person that was wondering why they were getting burned out, said if they had that sense of being loved. And then they would love to give it away. It has to be grounded in God because God's love is infinite, of course. And so when, and he's really the only one that loves unconditionally because none of us can adequately partner each other. We don't understand each other. We don't even understand ourselves. So how could we have demand that another person understand us and compassionate us when we don't even understand ourselves, you know? Whereas God does, and he loves us uh, as a pair, <laughs> you know, 
It's Mary is partnered by the Heavenly Father, and I realize now by St. Joseph. So we have Jesus' parents, and they, they love each other, so it's a free gift. They love to love us. We don't have to earn anything. And that's the key, the beautiful thing about God, that he loves us while we're still sinners. We don't have to be good or earn it or deserve it. We can just rest in their love. And as we rest in their love, then it can flow out and it's it, we make God's day. We, you know, like when in the prodigal son story, it wasn't a burden for him to love his, old, his son that went and, you know, used up all his resources and then came back and thought he could be a servant and the father didn't let him be a servant he he gave him a party he was there's more joy in heaven jesus said over one sinner who repents than over 99 that don't need it so if we just come to god with our desire to be loved he's more than happy to fulfill it yeah. <laughs> he's, he's been trying to do it our whole life yeah. <laughs> you, know, Father, you talked about so one of the ways it shows up is depression how about other ways like how about trying too hard well that's yes we do because you know what you're doing is trying to you're trying like I was trying to uh, you know make up for what my mother was missing that she felt overburdened you know, because my part, my father was a good person. It wasn't as though he was, you know, consciously neglecting her. It's just that we don't realize how important it is to uh, partner our spouses, you know, so that they don't think do things alone. So he was brought up, I guess, that his dad did the outside work and his mother did the inside domestic things, and he expected that of my mother. And my mother would, didn't have a good relation to her mother, so she needed to be supported in doing it and he didn't know how to do that he he didn't think you know she was smart it wasn't as though she didn't have the you know the mental ability to do it she didn't have the emotional support to do it you know mm-hmm. and so that's what overwhelmed her because her mother also had breakdowns because having children was too much for her, so she had breakdowns. So these things were handed down in the family system. And and so what would bring the healing, and I didn't know it at the time, of course, is that this uh, getting, you know, born again of Mary and the Heavenly Father, I didn't know that until my late 70s. Wow. <laughs> I, I knew it in my head, but I didn't take it seriously, and I didn't choose Mary as my mother like the beloved disciple did on the cross, there under the cross, he, he took her into his own. That's the Greek word is into his own, not into his home, which is usually translated. And then, in other words, he made her his own mother. And to do that, of course, he, he had to also make her his mother's mother because of the invisible loyalty. He had to do what he could for his mother. And the only good thing we can do for our mothers and fathers is to model the solution because Mary is the new Eve. She's the mother for everybody. And if we could really take that in, it's divine because she's grounded in the Holy Spirit. So we never wear her out. <laughs> she loves to love. <laughs> and so we can we can just receive it. 
and then hand it on to our children and children's children. So does this work for mother wounds as well as father wounds? Oh yes, both. Because we really need the love of both the mother and the father. So men especially need the bonding to other men. Oftentimes I think the same-sex attraction is because we didn't get the love from the same-sex parent. And, and if you don't have that, there's a, there's a chum stage in growing and developing where, you know, boys talk to boys and they, they're all doing everything together until they get fascinated by girls, you know. And girls talk to girls until they get fascinated by boys. And that's, that's it probably never goes away because even in marriage, men need men's groups and women need women's groups because they need to have a sense of their own identity as a woman or man in order to relate heterosexually. Because God made us different, just like the father is not the son. You know, that that relationship so is different. And yet their union, their partnering, is what gives rise to the Holy Spirit, just as the, the mother and the father are different, but their union and their partnering of each other is what allows them to love the child unconditionally. And we know that if the parents don't really uh, support each other and love each other, that the child's going to pick it up and will start playing one over against the other one. <laughs> And the child will then be kind of like the lord of the family, rather than the parents being agreeing on, on loving each other. So this is true for parents in their care for their children too, not just for spouses. They really need to be on the same page. They need to have a time where they work things out so that they support each other in bringing up the children. Because otherwise the children will play one against the other. <laughs> And, and the parents will buy for the support of the child. It's almost like they'll compete for yes, the child's they, approval. Everything's upside down then. Yes, then they, then they try to, they, they unconsciously are partnering one of the children. They want the child to side with them or they <laughs> side with the other one because they really aren't supporting each other. So the children then are getting, are partnering uh, for them and it's not, going to work because the child can't do it and so we'll just be part of the problem. Wow. You know, Father, I think what we may want to consider doing right now is for all of our listeners that are there and all of the people that we have, I mean, I've got so many lights that went off in my head of people that came to my mind Mm. when you were talking. How about, Father, if we take two steps back and you pray, we all pray together, there's five of us here in the studio, so you said uh, go in pairs, so we have five, and with you it's six. How yes, about if we pray right now? Okay, well, everybody. just relax then. Everybody yes. relax. Everybody, if you're listening, relax, but keep your eyes on the wheel. <laughs> right. Keep your eyes on the road. Keep okay. your eyes on the road. Keep okay. your eyes on Jesus and Mary and their joint love because they love us together. Remember, Mary was with Jesus the whole time, and it was only on the cross that Mary was given to us as our mother. Because only on the cross did she fully understand what it would be to be the mother of God. Because God is revealed by Jesus on the cross as one who doesn't spare his own son, but sends him out even while we're still sinners. So Lord, we just ask that that love that you have for all of us would flow out that it would be a gift of faith, Lord, to all our listeners that they would know that they're loved unconditionally 
Jesus is God. He's not overwhelmed. And he's partnered by Mary, who's supported totally by the Holy Spirit because she never sins. And we know that whoever does the will of God is mother, sister, and brother to us. So we also share in motherhood as we let ourselves be doing the will of God to let him love through us. We give you thanks, Lord, and we bring all of the people and listeners that have their different issues, Lord. And don't let we ask, Lord, that you free them from taking that obligation on themselves. They can't give what they haven't received. Let them relax and let you give it to them now, Lord. And let you receive their children, Lord, because they also are baptized and they belong to Mary and the Heavenly Father. And we're just helpers. So we release all the children to you, that you would take them as your children that you would give them the love that we weren't able to give them because we didn't have it ourselves we couldn't give what we haven't received and we just ask lord that that would be a healing that would flow through all of the people that are listening and they can receive it and hand it on as they receive it and we ask that through christ our lord amen now that that was so beautiful, that is so beautiful. I we always love having you on the show. I want to thank you so much. I want to thank our studio audience here, Annie, Lorraine, Patricia, Vendori, for being part of the show. If you want to be a part of the spirit of our audience, call me, Angela, 224-206-8455, and we'll have you in for a show. Father, God bless you. You are Thank such you. a blessing. Bless <laughs> God love you, Father. We'll be posting this on our podcast. We'll be posting our podcast site, uh, WSFI Catholic Radio, for those of you who want to hear it again or send it to your friends. But that's it today for Healing the Whole Person. We hope you'll join us next Thursday. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. been listening to Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. For more information about this program or to purchase additional CD copies, please call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Or visit us online at wsfiradio.org. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease.